Welcome to Journey to Brave, a podcast dedicated to empowering women to heal from trauma, cultivate self-acceptance, and fearlessly step into the most brave version of themselves. Hosted by me, Kaya Hunter, certified life and shadow work coach, breathwork facilitator, and NLP and hypnosis master practitioner. Join me as we dive deep into how trauma and the wounds from our past can affect us, how we can heal, find strength, create emotional well-being, and ultimately create the life you've always bloody well dreamed of. I believe that healing as well as self-acceptance are the foundations for personal growth, and we'll explore the tools, the strategies and practices so that you can create your own journey to brave. Ready? Let's go. Hello, and welcome back to the Journey to Brave podcast. As I record this podcast, I've had the most fun weekend. I took my mum down to Brisbane on the weekend for a bit of shopping at Uniqlo, which we don't have near us at all. And then we went to Costco as well, which is always just (laughs) such an experience. Don't know how much Costco is worth it though for a family of a mother of one and a daughter of nearly 18 who's never home. But anyway, I still, I, I don't know. I love the experience. <laughs> oh, I'm creating this capsule wardrobe at the moment. So at Uniglow, I bought a few staple kind of pieces in neutral colors and they were all such a bargain. Uh, it's so much fun doing this capsule wardrobe. I so wish we had a Uniglow near us, but it's probably a little bit dangerous for my bank balance. <laughs> And I went way overboard at Costco as well. Chocolate covered pretzels, cookie dough, a giant size Lurpak butter, which is just the best butter in the world and a bunch of other goodies as well. Uh, So it wasn't good for my waistline and it wasn't good for my wallet, but it was so much fun. Um, And it would also be really dangerous if there was a Costco closer to me as well. This weekend, I have my three-day immersion for my breathwork facilitator training, and I'll be completely finished with that in a week or so. Oh, so excited. So stay tuned for new breathwork opportunities coming your way, but I will be melding, if that's a word, melding breathwork into everything that I do because it's amazing. It's a brilliant modality to get us out of our heads and out of our thinking brains into our subconscious. Uh, to be able to tap into our intuition, to help with stress and overwhelm and to help us calm ourselves as well. It's just amazing. Anywho, with these new opportunities means that I'll be closing my current two packages and that is my uh, Fearless, uh, which is a four-week program and you deserve amazing. And what I'm going to be doing, my one-to-one private coaching will be 100% tailored to you and your needs. And I will then bring in during our time together, which will be three months, bring out in our, bring in during our time together, whichever tools or modalities I have under my tool belt now that we need. Might be mindset coaching, probably will, but it's also going to include shadow work, breath work, hypnosis, embodiment. So bringing those things in. So the one-to-one will be completely tailored to you. 
if you are interested in working with me one-on-one, just pop me a DM over on Instagram and shortly I'm going to be sending out or sorry, uh, sharing like a waitlist opportunity for my next group coaching program as well. So just wanted you guys to know that, that those two packages, Fearless and You Deserve Amazing, are going to be retired for now. Uh, and I will have my one-on-one, which is 100% tailored to you. And then I'll have a new group program launching in the next couple of months. So stay tuned for that. But DM me over on Insta if you've got any questions. All right. In today's episode, we delve into triggers and explore why certain people and things they say, why certain situations or certain events can create really strong emotional reactions within us. I'm going to talk about the origins of our triggers, strategies to effectively deal with them, and then how we can use them for our personal growth. The word trigger has become such a buzzword and we tend to throw it around a lot, right? Oh my God, you're triggering me now. She just is triggering me. That triggered me. You know, it's kind of like this throwaway thing. And so in this episode, I'm not talking about the times when you might feel a little bit uncomfortable or annoyed about something. I'm talking about when we have a larger or stronger emotional reaction to something that someone else may have no reaction to whatsoever. So it's a stronger emotional reaction, right? We feel it in our body. We feel it in our nervous system and we have a reaction. So a trigger is when something external to us causes a really strong emotion in us, like they've almost plugged in to us. Imagine a power cord, whatever, plugged into us and caused this reaction into us, which really isn't possible because if you've been hanging around here for any time, any time, you'll know that no one puts emotions into us, even though it feels like they do. And even though when we were young, we were probably taught that they did. And so when we're triggered, it's not actually anything about the other person or the situation or whatever it is at all. It's 100% about us. We have the reaction in our bodies, so it's about us, right? And whatever we're triggered by is simply reflecting something back to us. Something that is usually an unhealed or unconscious thing, wound perhaps. So a couple of examples. It could be someone slamming a door and you just get really, really triggered. Now, that could be because when you grew up, slamming a door meant mum and dad were really, really mad at each other and having a big old fight. And back then, when you were little, it made you feel unsafe hearing these slamming doors because it was around the time that they would fight. So you felt unsafe. And now when anyone slams a door, it's bringing up that perhaps unconscious feeling, that unconscious memory. You might not even remember that slamming doors happened a lot in your childhood, especially if you were really young, but it brings up this unconscious feeling of being unsafe to you. So not everyone gets triggered by slamming doors. It might be annoying. Like if my daughter slams a door, I get annoyed, but I don't get triggered. I don't have a huge, huge emotional response. So there's a clue there, right? Your trigger is the clue that something needs to be looked at. Maybe someone says you've put on weight and you have a really big reaction. Again, 
This could have stemmed back to childhood when you were bullied for being little chubby. Now again, not everyone gets triggered by someone pointing out that you've put on weight. It's a clue. Or maybe you're getting super mad because your kids or teens aren't doing what they're told. (laughs) Probably all of us, right? But the abnormal reaction, in brackets, abnormal reaction, the strong emotional reaction. Now, if you look at it, that could be that there's a part of you doing the same. Kids are such good mirrors. It could be that you're not following through on what you've promised yourself to do. So your kids are just reflecting that as a mirror back to you. And talking about Costco, such a good example. I saw this guy at Costco on the weekend lose his absolute shit because a young girl was backing out and she was doing it. I didn't quite see what happened. She was doing it too slow or got in his way or something like that. All I heard was this swearing, like, oh my God, yelling and name calling. There was a lot of profanity, right? He was yelling, all I could hear was, you're a dumb, fill in the blank, you're stupid, fill in the blank, etc. Really loud and really quiet. He actually got out of his car and went over to her. And she had a window down and he was yelling at this into her, like in her face, literally. So I stayed in my car because I was right next to her until it was over to make sure she was safe because I was actually a bit afraid for her safety because it wasn't pleasant to even witness, let alone be on the brunt of it. Anyway, it was he, he left and she drove away and it was okay. So in that situation, her driving out too slow or not looking in the rear vision mirror, whatever it was, they didn't even they, they didn't have an accident. There was nothing nothing actually happened, right? In terms of he didn't ding her car or anything or her him. But in that situation, she triggered him. And she triggered him because there's a part of him that's actually dumb and stupid that he can't see and he was triggered by it. Like she literally plugged into him and he lost his shit. So someone else might have just kind of shaken their head and gone, oh, she's silly or whatever, you know, stupid or like silly or whatever. But you know what I mean? Like they might have just shaken their head, called a silly under their breath and driven past, right? That's different than absolutely losing your shit, having this strong emotional reaction like he did. Can you see the difference? But this guy blew a gasket and I so wanted to, (laughs) there's a part of me that wanted to jump out of the car and go coach him. And I was laughing, saying to my mom, oh God, I'd love, this is just a perfect opportunity to go coach him, but I probably would have got beaten up. I wanted to explain to him what was actually going on. And that just reminds me of something. There's three people's business in this world, which is kind of what I, my own advice that I took. There's your business, there's someone else's business, and there's God or the universe's business, right? And this, what happened at Costco that day was someone else's business. It wasn't mine. So of course I wasn't going to get out of the car. I just wanted to and had a bit of a laugh. So I wanted to explain to him what was going on, that he had what was going on was he was being triggered. She was showing him a part of him, an unconscious part of him that he wasn't aware of that perhaps needed some looking at, some healing. So he had an unconscious, dumb or stupid part and that if he healed that part within him, he wouldn't get triggered by those situations. He might drive past and call her a dumb idiot or whatever, but he might not lose his shit like he did. 
Now, of course, I wasn't going to do that. I was kind of scared that didn't think it'd go down well. And of course, it's not my business. It's not my place to do it. But I shared with my mum what I'd love to do and how I thought it would go down. And we had a little bit of a chuckle to ourselves. But again, like that is such a good example of someone just being able to go and trigger and sorry, like go into you, plug into you and your emotions go from being calm and neutral to losing your shit. Such a good example. Not a nice one for that girl to experience, but such a good example of someone getting triggered about a trait they see in someone else that they don't see, can't see, won't see in themselves. So these triggers are kind of like gifts. They don't feel like gifts at the the time, but if we can look at them like a gift, even if they feel far from it in the moment, and I'm sure the guy at Costco didn't feel like he was being given a gift in that moment, but they are. Because they're showing us something within us that needs healing. They're a sign, they're a clue to something that we weren't able to see ourselves because it's been unconscious. And they're brought to light like that by someone plugging into us. And then we can either choose to see them as a gift or even just see them and notice them and use them for our personal growth and healing. Or we can also choose to be triggered by the same thing time and time again and never awaken to their true meaning. It's kind of like the ball in the swimming pool analogy that I tend to use a lot. It's like if we keep pushing something down, ignoring something, trying to get it out of the way, imagine someone pushing a ball down in a swimming pool, what happens? We push it down for so long until it comes up and smacks us in the face. So I know the way that I choose now to look at my triggers. I never used to until I learned about shadow work because this is part of shadow work. I never knew about it. I never really understood it before. But now I choose to look at it differently. So how are you going to look at triggers from now on? Now that you know this information, how are you going to look at what triggers you from here on in? And if you are keen to uncover the meaning of your triggers and dive into them, the first thing that you you need to do is to become aware of them, right? They're not going to stop straight away necessarily, especially if it's been a pattern that you've been running for a long, long period of time. You know, it's entrenched. It needs time to unwind. But the first thing is becoming aware of them and noticing it. You can write it down in your journal. What happened? Who triggered you? What did they do? What exactly did they say? Like the guy at Costco, what was it that he was triggered about? Oh, she's dumb. She's stupid for doing whatever. And you take those traits and you look at them and then you think and write in your journal, where and at what times have I been? Insert trait, right? I'm using dumb and stupid because that's a Costco example. But what, where and what times have I been dumb or stupid? Or whatever the thing is that triggered you. Maybe someone got angry. Maybe him getting really, really angry triggered someone else. It could have triggered me to go into a strong emotional reaction, but I didn't. 
So where and what times have I been dumb or stupid or whatever the trait is, anger, whatever it is? Or where in the future might I be dumb or stupid? Right? So things that have already happened and things and instances in the future where it might happen. And then write in your journal, what's the gift? What's the lesson in me being stupid or dumb? What's the benefit for me in being stupid or dumb or whatever the trade is? And in this example, it could well be, well, being stupid and dumb, the gift in that means that I become more curious. I ask lots of questions. I would like to learn. And there's a gift in that, right? There's a beautiful gift in curiosity and wanting to learn. But we have to own that part in ourselves first to see that gift. So what's the gift in the thing or things that you're being triggered about? That's where the magic happens. If we can take the gift from it, it turns it around. And that, that trigger, that, that, that trigger, that plugging into you will cease to happen. Because what you've done is you've uncovered and unhealed a wound. You're healing it and you're accepting that part of you that you've hidden potentially for a really long time. Like the slamming door example, that could have been something that happened in your childhood as a toddler. And that's how long it's been sitting in your subconscious. So accepting those parts of you and that spells self-acceptance and freedom, my friends. Two things I know that you want. So that is it on triggers, what they are, which is an unhealed part of yourself and then what you can start to do about them so that you're not having these people and situations and events plugging into you almost by accident and then turning on a switch. How good is that? Knowing that you can, someone can back out of a car park too slowly or too fast or whatever it was, and then you're going to stay calm. Or someone slamming a door doesn't automatically mean that your nervous system goes into freeze mode, but you can stay regulated in your nervous system even if someone's slamming a door and your whole life you've you've really been triggered by it. That's freedom, right? So good. All right. I hope this episode has helped. And if it did, I'd love for you to give the podcast a rating or review over on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. If you didn't, you can give it a rating too. I don't mind as long, you know, I'm up for ratings, whatever they are. Just an honest rating, honest rating, an honest rating is amazing and appreciated, no end. And I just want to thank you for being here as always and allowing me into your ears each and every week and into your life. I love you. Have an amazing week. Be on the lookout for triggers 
you'll never unsee them. I swear, if you're anything like if you're anything like me, it's like oh, it's like you can't unknow this information. You can't unknow this. It's with you. Be on the lookout for them, and do the exercises, the little journaling exercises that I mentioned in um, in the podcast earlier. And then I'll see you again next week. Have a beautiful week. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Journey to Brave podcast. I'll be back next week with another episode. But in the meantime, if you've liked this episode, you're going to love my free video and guide. Stop letting fear hold you back. Start feeling confident and brave. I share a simple strategy you can start using today to help you feel more confident and brave. Learn the strategy in this video and you can use it on any negative emotion at any time. You can download it via the show notes. See you next week.